Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. Welcome to the Primal Potential Podcast, the incremental anti-diet solution for effective permanent weight loss. Primal Potential is committed to helping you overcome emotional eating, hormonal imbalances, unhealthy habits, and your dieting mindset through education and inspiration. We don't just talk about what you should eat and what you should avoid. We talk strategy. Primal Potential is bridging the gap between knowing and doing. Each episode will leave you with concrete tips for making positive changes that make a difference. Primal Potential is here to help you lose weight, get healthy, and master fat loss naturally. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am so glad you are back. I'm your host, Elizabeth Benton, and today we're going to be tackling two very common listener questions or really kind of listener challenges, problems. So many people want to know how they can motivate or inspire or encourage someone in their life to make healthier changes, to prioritize eating healthier or working out more often. And other times, sometimes the same people, feel really frustrated with family members or friends who are not supportive of their desire to make healthy changes and improve their lives. And they want to know how to navigate situations where people are not supportive or where people even push unhealthy choices, unhealthy behaviors onto them. And we're going to address both of those issues today. And I think we all have somebody in our lives, oftentimes more than one person, that we wish would prioritize their health and make better choices. That's normal and natural because when we love somebody, we want them to be healthy. We want them to be around for as long as possible. Oftentimes, it's as simple as that. And I want to share, actually, of all things, an Aesop fable. I don't know how many of you remember Aesop fables. I used to have a big book of them. You know, they kind of teach like some moral lesson or something. But it really kind of very well illustrates my perspective on this tricky situation. So we've turned a corner here on the podcast when we're quoting Aesop fables. Uh, but uh, this this actually made me go on Amazon and buy a book of Aesop fables because I think they're actually, they have some really powerful life lessons. So anyway, this one is about the wind and the sun and the traveler. So I'm just going to read you this super, super short fable and then tell you how I think this applies so directly to this issue of people in our lives and we want them to make healthier choices and we want them to prioritize eating better or just living longer, right? All right, so it goes like this. The wind and the sun were disputing which was the stronger. Suddenly, they saw a traveler coming down the road and the sun said, I see a way to decide our dispute. Whichever of us can cause that traveler to take off his cloak shall be regarded as the stronger. You begin. So the sun retired behind a cloud and the wind began to blow as hard as it could upon the traveler. But the harder he blew, the more closely the traveler wrapped his cloak around him till at last the wind gave up in despair. The sun came out and shone in all his glory upon the traveler, who soon found it too hot to walk with his cloak on. 
The bottom line here as it relates to this issue of really wanting people in our lives to prioritize their health or get on board with healthier eating, healthier habits, kindness and gentleness win, period. I think that it is by far the most powerful and influential approach to lead by, hear me, quiet example. Quiet example. Coercion leads to resistance. This is no surprise. This is true in all areas of life. Coercion leads to resistance. You're making it far less likely when you push and nag and beg. Nagging makes people defensive. Trying to convince someone makes them hold on that much more staunchly to their position. Don't try. Let them come to you if and when they're going to, if and when they're ready, if and when they have their own motivation, not your motivation. Your motivation is not theirs and your motivation won't work for them. So you're making it worse. And if they never come to you, mind your own business. You might be thinking, well, their health is my business. No, I don't think it is. It's not. We can't change anybody. We can't change anybody. And the only health that we need to care for is our own. And you can set that example and maybe in their time they'll come to you. But anytime you try to push your agenda onto somebody else, you make them resistant. You make them resistant. So resistance comes from coercion. The best way to do this is like the example of the sun. You just live your best life. You do what works for you. You do what leads to your health and your wellness. And, you know, maybe they'll see your changes and they'll be inspired and they'll want your help. And if they're not and if they don't, let it go. Other people really feel frustrated that their family just isn't supportive. And, you know, that's just life, right? I mean, we have to find a way to work in those difficult situations. Is it ideal? No. But the fact that it's not ideal doesn't take away your power or your ability to change your habits. It just doesn't. Remember that no matter what food is in your house, no matter what anybody says to you, no matter what other people around you are eating or doing, you and only you control what is in your mouth. Only you. If you go to a dinner party where everybody decides to do like 20 shots of Patron, are you necessarily going to do it? No, I mean, I wouldn't. You could put me in a room full of ice cream and jelly beans and candy bars and cotton candy and whatever. Does it make me test my willpower? Sure. Does it force food down my throat? No, it does not, right? If you go to an event where everybody's smoking cigarettes, and you don't want to smoke, do you smoke? No, right? Do you want to get to the end of your life and be sick and be overweight and feel like you missed out on so much and realize that your best excuse is that you just did what everybody else was doing or that everybody else doing something different made you decide not to change? We all know better. We all know that nothing great comes from following the crowd, but we use that excuse, quite frankly, because it's convenient and it's easy. But it's an excuse. Doing what is convenient and doing what everybody else is doing is never the path to great things, whether it's your career, whether it's your finances, whether it's your relationships. And actually, 
having people in your close circle, even in your own home, that make poor food choices can actually be an advantage. It can actually help you in the long run. Here's why. Let's look at like the biggest loser, right? They kind of live in a bubble. There isn't any junk in that house and they can live within that perfect bubble. But then when they go home, they can't sustain the change. That's why there's never been a reunion show for The Biggest Loser because so many of those people put the weight back on because you remove them from their perfect little sterile environment and they don't know. They have never had to develop self-discipline and willpower, right? And we can do this to ourselves too. If you are able to create a completely sterile environment in your own home where no junk comes in, what happens when vacation comes or dinner's out? People panic. They overindulge because they haven't learned self-control or moderation. So having people in your home, in your circle, who routinely bring in foods that tempt you can be an advantage if you choose that perspective. It gives you an incredible real-world environment to practice so that you have a skill set that lots of other people don't have. You have mastered self-discipline. You have mastered moderation. And remember, I talked about on a recent episode, How to Make Fat Loss Easy, about how difficult things only get easier when we practice. And I used the analogy of being a basketball player and being terrible at free throws, right? And you never work on your free throws at practice because you suck at them. So you don't want to because it's not fun to do something you're not good at. But you never work on your improvement. You never work on this one thing that's really hard for you. And every game you complain about how frustrated you are that you just aren't good at free throws, but you never practice. If you would just practice more, you would get better. It would get easier and it wouldn't be so unpleasant. Practice is the only way to get better. So every time someone around you is eating things you don't want to eat, that is your opportunity to practice. That's a good thing because the more opportunities there are to practice and the more you take them up and you practice when those opportunities arise, the faster you will improve, the faster you will get better. So it can be an advantage if you'll just shift your perspective. Stop saying, ah, it's just so hard because, you know, my husband brings home such and such or my wife opens the wine every night after dinner or my kids have these bunny crackers around that I can't keep my hands out of. Yes, you can. Nobody is force feeding you. You have to own your choices. No matter what anybody else does, it doesn't change your power. Maybe you have a spouse who insists on having carbs at every single meal. Great, fantastic. Chances are you guys are eating dinner together. Carbs at night are fine. You can eat carbs at night and burn fat. Control your serving size, right? Or if you don't want them, eat everything else prepared for dinner except that. If people give you a hard time, and lots of people do, oh, come on, oh, are you on a diet? Oh, just this once, it won't hurt. Listen, it's okay. That is opportunity to practice, to strengthen your resolve. And remember this too. Have no guilt. Have no guilt about prioritizing what is best for you. Everyone in your life, no matter what they choose for their own habits and their own dietary choices, everyone in your life benefits when you take care of you. When you're healthy, when you're happy, when you are prioritizing what is best for you, everyone in your life benefits, whether they realize it or not. It doesn't matter if they realize it or not. Don't give away your energy on things you can't control. And you cannot control somebody else's reaction. 
Prioritize your own self-care. Now with that, please do not be the food police. Do not make a big show out of your discipline and your choices. Do not have this holier-than-thou attitude about food because that creates resistance. It makes people feel judged or embarrassed or ashamed. Don't be that person. If you want to make good food choices, that's fantastic. But when you go out to dinner with your friends, you don't need to make a big show out of the fact that you're, you're paleo or you're primal or you're not eating carbs at lunch or whatever it is. Quiet example. Do what is best for you. You don't need to talk about it. You don't need to make anybody else go on the defensive. A lot of people criticize and tease because they're uncomfortable. And there's nothing for them to be uncomfortable about if you're just not making a show of it, you know? I don't talk to people about why I eat the way I eat, and I don't talk to people about my weight loss. If somebody asks, I'll happily answer their questions, but I don't, it's my thing. It's my choice. I don't have to announce that I'm looking for the lowest carb option on the menu or that, you know, I'm not going to do pancakes at breakfast because eating carbs in the morning is actually the worst time to eat carbs. And did you know that fat loss is easier? No. I don't do that, and I would really encourage you to not do that either. If someone comes to you and asks a very specific question, that's cool, but a lot of people in my own life, right, feel like they need to kind of like talk about it and make a show about it and, oh, I'm making this choice because of X, Y, and Z. No, just do you, right? Just do you, and uh, I mean, with all like this is this comes from the place of best intentions. Just be quiet. Just be quiet. It doesn't need to be announced. And nobody feels comfortable when somebody is like flaunting why they're making specific food choices or or justifying if you're going to have a drink like, oh, well, I don't worry too much about having a drink because I just skip the carbs instead. Like everything that you choose doesn't need to come with a justification or a rationale. Just be quiet. Just be quiet because you make people around you uncomfortable when you make a big show about it and then you complain when they tease you or push you or, oh, come on, you can have the tortilla chips too. Don't worry about it. You brought it up. And even if you didn't bring it up, you don't have to engage. You don't have to engage. So just don't be the food police. Don't make a show of it. Just keep your mouth shut. Do you and that's it. And remember, too, that no matter what anybody around you is doing, nobody is force feeding you. You are solely responsible for what you put in your mouth. There will always be opportunities to make bad choices, whether it's in your own home, whether it's at work, whether it's out to eat or on vacation. Practice. See it as an opportunity, whether it's right in your home or it's not. It is an opportunity to practice, and that makes everything easier. Living in a bubble is actually a disadvantage. So if your home or your workplace is drowning in unhealthy choices, flip your perspective and be like, what a great opportunity for me to learn skill sets that I'm going to need if I want to maintain this change for the rest of my life. So lots of things for you to think about today. I hope you find that perspective helpful because I get a lot of questions about that. For the uh, what I ate yesterday segment, yesterday I actually switched things up in the morning. I normally do my bulletproof coffee. I had four or five ounces of grilled chicken for breakfast. It was in the fridge. It looked good. And I had that alongside my black coffee. It was it was great. I was extra hungry yesterday. So I just kind of felt like I wanted something a little bit heavier on my stomach. So the grilled chicken did that. 
Lunch was a very large salad, about four cups of mixed greens with a few ounces, probably three or four ounces of ground bison that was left over, some bell peppers, cucumbers. I threw raw cabbage in there to make sure that I had some fiber-rich veggies in there because the leafy greens don't really fill me up. And then I topped it with some pico and some whole avocado. Uh, probably had about three quarters of the avocado after what I got rid of that wasn't really good looking. Mid-afternoon, I randomly had a rogue chicken thigh out of the fridge. I was feeling a little hungry. And then dinner was a pretty decent-sized lettuce wrap that was stuffed with turkey, avocado, basil pesto, which is basically just basil and olive oil and garlic, uh, and tomatoes and peppers. So do not forget, send me your questions, your challenges, your obstacles. This is your show, and my sole goal is to help you reach your goals, okay? So you need to tell me what you need, what you you're struggling with, what questions you have, and I will do my best to answer your questions and give you whatever resources you need so that you can remove the barriers you perceive to be in your way. Head on over to primalpotential.com, get on that VIP email list so that you have immediate access to my inbox because I want to hear from you. Whatever your struggle is, I want to help you overcome it. So we'll be back in a couple of days with another episode. I hope this one was helpful for you. Let me know what you thought. Let me know if there's things I didn't touch on and let me know what you are struggling with and we will remove that barrier and get you moving in the right direction towards your goals. Have a great day and we'll see you soon.